Hi, and welcome to another week of Women of the World podcast. I have a very special guest today, and her name is Teresa Maria. She is a fierce advocate for sustainable fashion, and she's also quite the avid traveler. She's moved to several countries around Europe and has now settled in Tallinn. We chat about how it's been living in different countries, how it's been integrating in Tallinn, and we also touch a bit about having the privilege of being a white woman in Europe. I really want to thank her for being so open and so thoughtful, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. So without further ado, let's go. Hi. Hello. Hey. Thank you for joining me today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Well, anyway, I'm like I've always been a huge fan of your Instagram and I'm so happy that we could connect there and you know, I I've noticed that you live abroad. And yeah, well, first of all, travel. thank you very much. That's very nice of you. And <laughs> yeah, I have been living abroad for like the past 10 years or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe can you start with, you know, introducing yourself and what you do and everything? Sure thing. So uh, my name is Teresa Maria. I am originally from Finland. So I was born and raised there. But um, I moved to Scotland when I was, I think, 19. And from Scotland, I moved to London. And from London, I went back to Finland for a bit. And then I moved to Slovakia. And then I moved to Estonia, where I am right now. Also kind of stuck, thanks to current situation. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm, I'm basically an advocate for sustainable fashion. But also once we get to travel as well, I will be covering a lot more travel content on my social media channels as well, because that is a huge part of my identity and my life. And it's just, I love it. It's everything for me. <laughs> I know, I know. But, but so what inspired you to move, you know, from Finland to all of these places? It's a weird thing. I, I think I was like 10 or 11 or something. And we were on a holiday in Greece. And I saw a towel of Union Jack, which is like the, the flag of Great Britain. And I just got this weird, it was like instant. I saw the flag and I was like, I need to move to the UK. I'm like 11. I've never been to the UK. I barely know where it is. But I just got this idea that I need to move there. <laughs> And from then on, it just developed into an obsession. And um, yeah, in the end, I did it. And I discovered that, yes, this was the right thing to do. I was always supposed to move abroad. <laughs> I was actually, because I'm not, I'm not the stereotypical Finnish person at all. I'm super loud and opinionated. And I do not want to fade in the crowd. I want to stand out, which is not okay if you're a Finnish person so. <laughs> very not Scandinavian <laughs> no no not really so I, I never really felt like I fit in in Finland so that also was kind of it was an obvious decision for me to move out and then it so it became a state of my life like I never went back I mean I go back home like visiting but I'm always happy to leave as well <laughs> yeah so, yeah. so when, um, like you, you said you were 19 when you moved abroad the first time. Uh, yeah, well, I was like 15 when I went to Brighton for this like summer, like a language trip thingy, but like moved, moved. Yeah, I, th I think I was 19, 19 or 20. 
I was studying then. So yeah, I went to study in uni in uh, Aberdeen in Scotland. Oh, how was that? Oh, awesome. <laughs> oh my God. I like Scotland is, it's bizarre. I Some people probably know the feeling when you go somewhere, you get out of the plane and you just immediately feel like home. It's It's impossible to explain the feeling. But when I got to Scotland, it was immediately when I stepped out out from the airport I was like yeah I'm supposed to be here this is this is exactly where I'm supposed to be and yeah that year was just well definitely one of the best years of my life I had so much fun met such amazing people and Scots are just the loveliest funniest people I've ever met and Scotland itself like it's just pure magic magic (laughs) I would love to go to Scotland. That's actually one of the places. <gasps> you haven't I, been? I haven't been. And oh my God. Actually, before COVID, I remember, you know, like when things were just wrapping up or like yeah. becoming bigger, I was like, you know, like maybe it's not that bad. Like maybe I should just book my trip to Edinburgh or Edinburgh or however you say it. I'm um, is it differently, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So every time someone mentions Scotland, I'm like, oh, damn Corona. Like... Oh. yeah and actually this is a bit embarrassing but so I was in um in Aberdeen for like a year and I never visited Edinburgh I went to Glasgow and uh, Stonehaven and all sorts of places but I never went to Edinburgh until like two years ago so that's a bit embarrassing but anyway I've done it now so <laughs> yeah I hope I'm forgiven <laughs> it's so- amazing incredible oh, definitely go I can't a chance I mean for sure we should go there together oh please yeah that's <laughs> i mean so like when reflecting on you know like because you've been moving around quite a lot like what do you think has been like the the challenges of you know always constantly moving to another country i found like honestly honestly for me it hasn't been a challenge ever because it's always been from my free will like I've never moved because of a job. I've never moved because of a boyfriend. I've like the only reason I've been moving so much is just because I've wanted to. I've wanted to find new experiences. And I think it's also I get bored very easily. Like I want to be challenged. And if life doesn't challenge me enough, I go and find those challenges. And I think moving around has been definitely one way to challenge myself because it is all, like always you sort of you need to start your life from scratch when you go to a new place and I'm just I guess properly weird because I love it <laughs> I've loved it um maybe like in Slovakia for example some challenges they were minor challenges but just like people there they they rarely speak English. They speak German, a lot of them, but few people speak English, which was a surprise to me. And I don't speak any German, so it was a bit <laughs> bit of a problem. But even that wasn't a problem in the end because the people there are so nice. So if you need help, even with the language barrier, they will always try to help you. So if we would mime or whatever, we would always be able to communicate even with the language barrier because the people were just so amazing. Yeah, But yeah, I I really, I haven't had any major challenges, but I guess that also depends on the the mindset and sort of your attitude as well. 
Yeah. Of course, yeah. like things fell apart and blah, blah, blah. But I was always like, eh, so what? I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so regarding the visas and um, like, I'm just thinking about people who listen to this podcast and also want to move abroad. Like, are, have there been any challenges with that or just finding like work permits or something? Yeah, that's that's the thing about the EU. And we did we, like one of the biggest reasons why I am and like like I just love the EU because it has enabled me to live a life that I love. If I without the EU, I would have been I don't think I've ever I would have ever moved abroad, to be honest, because it would have been so difficult and just I don't know, I'm quite lazy as well, so I don't think I would have taken any risks or blah 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 but because of the eu i've never had to think about visas or anything work permits mm, i mean when i moved for example to slovakia there i went to work basically the company took care of all the the basic permits and blah blah the only thing i needed to take care of was to register as a citizen of bratislava i guess so that they just had a record of me being there and then they just gave me like a literal literally a little piece of paper as proof of me living there and i have no idea where i put that piece of paper but nobody ever asked for it so it's like it's also i think basically. in because i look the way i do i look very scandinavian people tend to trust you a lot more <laughs> so police very rarely stop us on the street to ask for our identifications or our permits to be in the country or whatever <clears throat> so like the biggest part for that is that like living and moving around eu is super easy but also looking the way i do it does make life easier <laughs> i have to say and slovakia did prove that to me so yeah that was a new discovery yeah yeah it is and well speaking of like uh, moving around and everything like now you're in Estonia and I would love to hear more about your life there and you know how you ended up in Estonia after all of your adventures um I ended up here again I was in Slovakia and I was literally like I was enjoying my life I was living the best life everything was so good the climate there is amazing the people there are the best I've ever met and things were good I was earning enough, I mean, better than enough. And yeah, but then I got bored again. I got bored and I was like, mm, I just had this idea that I would like to live closer to home, closer to Finland. And then I started looking at Poland, Gdansk in Poland in particular, because they had straight flights to my home city. And then the other option was obviously Tallinn in Estonia, the capital. And then I just started applying for jobs in both, both places and I got a job in Tallinn. So I moved here. It, there was like no specific reason for me moving here. It was just an idea and I did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And are you happy with uh, like life in Estonia, in Tallinn? Um, the first two years, I can honestly say I hated it. Like I have never hated living anywhere despite any challenges, but moving here was, I really regretted moving here the first two years. But the main reasons for that were that I, I started working in a company where I just had one colleague, just one. So starting a life is a bit difficult, 
especially here because it's not people are not that open they're not that social so you kind of need the working environment with loads of loads of colleagues and people around you to get started and I didn't have that so getting started with my life here was very very challenging I didn't have any friends here for I guess the two first years of being here but because I was so close to Finland I spent a lot of time there so I I didn't really suffer for moving here but I, I didn't enjoy it and I did regret it but at that point I couldn't like I really wanted to move out somewhere else but I didn't have the money I had blown everything yeah. <laughs> moving abroad <laughs> until then so I was kind of stuck but thankfully because home was so close it, it was it was okay I had I've never had a culture shock moving mm -hmm. to another country but when I moved to Estonia that was the first time I had a proper culture shock yeah and how come like is it that different from the Finnish culture well that's the thing like for a Finn to say that that's a bit weird <laughs> but as I said I never fitted into Finland either because <clears throat> it's just too quiet and too boring for me so um I found this life that suited me somewhere else and then I moved here and again I'm in a place that's even more closed down and unsocial than Finland so it, it was I didn't expect this I thought because I had lived in Slovakia and traveled around Eastern Europe a lot for the for like two years and the people there are so open and so um hospitable and just so lovely and I thought that oh Estonia would be the same of course it would be the same <laughs> why would it be any different well yeah I was wrong <laughs> it, it was the complete opposite and but do I you had think, no idea do you think it's a lot because of the language or just like it's completely like culture wise I don't think no I wouldn't say it's the language I mean the language is for me quite easy because it is similar to Finnish so I, I do understand it to some extent, especially now after five years. <laughs> but um, it wasn't really that. I think it it, it is culture. It, it's all based on culture. Like it's, and also I guess because of their history. I mean, their history is very traumatic, to be honest, and that leaves very deep scars that take a long time to heal. So I do think that that's to blame as well, in the sense that like. I mean, it explains to some extent why they're not so social and they don't trust people very easily. And it's it's difficult to, like, if you want to make friends here, it takes a lot of time and it takes patience and you need to sort of peel off the layers and it takes time. And I'm, I'm not a patient person, so <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to use that much time and energy to make friends so I guess it like partly I am to blame as well for this mm. so now when you like how do you make friends then like in because I've seen your Instagram like you have a lot of friends there now like how did you meet them <laughs> yes I do and they're all expats <laughs> so, um, so I've changed jobs in this country like I think three times within five years before going self-employed and every time I changed jobs I I learned from my first job because I didn't have any colleagues so next time I would go to 
a company that was big, where I had loads of colleagues. And that's when I started making friends. But most of those friends, they were Finns because I was working with Finns, which was fine, totally fine. And then I moved to the next company that was also mainly Finnish people, totally fine. But through those people, I then started meeting their friends who were from <clears throat> Mexico. Oh no, she's my colleague as well. Well, ex-colleague anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but like people yeah. all over the place. And also I met, well, like when I was looking for a photographer at some point to get some proper photos for my um, social media accounts and my blog as well, uh, I hired a Ukrainian girl. So that's also like, you can meet people in such weird ways these days. So, <laughs> but yeah, most of uh, most of them. Honestly, when I think about it, I don't have any local friends at the moment. Hmm. Yeah, and they're all expats. They're all, but it sounds like there's a lot of expats in Tallinn. Yeah, there are loads, especially Finns. Oh my god, <laughs> we're taking over. <laughs> so I mean, so it sounds like it, it can be quite like an adventure to move there um because you know like expats are usually more you know open to get more friends um you know they want to do stuff and they want to socialize and hell yeah and like I'm that person myself who likes to organize stuff like <clears throat> I would very often invite just random people well not random people like I would know them but people who don't know each other to I would invite them all to my place so that they would meet because I want people to network. I want people to know more people because it never hurts. And yeah, like with expats, you can always plan trips with, like inside the country, abroad, whatever it's, or have these um, theme cooking nights, like a Mexican evening or whatever it's, yeah. the There's so much to do and expats are always, I mean, if you move abroad, you have to be a bit of a crazy person to be honest <laughs> it takes some sort of insanity to take such a huge risk so it's not a surprise that I get along with them <laughs> yeah. so I mean the podcast um you know it's about women who are you know in the world either traveling or have moved abroad like yourself um mm. and I wanted to you know switch the narrative to talk about these um, experiences from a woman's experiences yeah. So I wanted to ask you, as a woman, like, how is it living in Tallinn? Um, it's easy. I would definitely say it's easy. And I'm basing that on, well, my life has always been easy. No matter if I've been living in the UK, in Slovakia, or now here, or in Finland, it's always been easy. And I think it is partly because we are talking about the EU. I've always lived in EU countries, so they are safe to begin with. And also because of the way I look, I don't get stopped on the street by the police. I don't get, I don't like, people don't shout at me, you know, like racist stuff or anything. So in that sense, I am more protected and definitely privileged. Um, also, from what I've heard from expats here, like, for example, there's this Belgian couple who told me that they are from Brussels and they're living here now with their children. In Back in Brussels, they would never allow their kids to walk on the streets alone. And for, an, for such 
like I thought Belgium was a safe country, but apparently, like according to them, it's not. They would never allow their kids to walk alone on the streets. Whereas here, it's like they're so happy they can do that and trust the fact that their children will come home safe. And is it's I never think about these things because obviously I don't have kids and blah blah blah. But it it's just I've never experienced unsafety. Yeah. That, I mean, I've been, I've had some occasions where I've, I've been attacked and like really horrible stuff has happened to me, but still I don't feel like the overall, I don't feel unsafe here. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really good to hear. And I, I partially agree with you. Like the EU, uh, Europe in general is kind of seen as this safe place. Right. But then there's yeah. obviously, you know, areas or countries that, you know, you have to be a bit more like Paris, for example, like everyone yeah, yeah. says Paris so much, but it can actually be a dangerous city. Well, I think every every capital, for example, has this <clears throat> like a bad area where you're not um, recommended to go alone. But that's mm-hmm. like and also here in Tallinn, they do have that area where I wouldn't go walking on my own in the night <laughs> yeah no of course i mean yeah. and especially unfortunately as a woman like you just don't take that chance yeah especially as a woman yeah yeah and circling it back to you know what you said about you know being privileged of like you know you're a white blonde woman um mm. and you don't feel profiled then so let's say like i as an asian woman would move to Tallinn. like how do you think my experiences could differ from yours from what i've seen and heard i think you would probably be okay you might uh encounter some shouting because it it is it is a fact that they are like racism is it's it it is what it is It, it exists and it's i wouldn't say it's allowed but it's not um treated as strictly as for example in the western countries uh here i mean um so you might get some shouts but on the streets but i don't think like it's not definitely not a lot if you were a black person in that case you would probably get a like you would encounter a lot of shouting a lot of racist remarks your life would be a lot harder Hmm. And yeah. how about if you're Muslim? Well, they can't see that from like your face. Yeah. <laughs> or they I can't mean, see someone's like, religion, but yeah, I mean, like from Arabic. Um, descent, yeah. So, for example, I have a cleaner. She, uh, he's from Egypt, and he told me that some of the clients here, like the local clients, they basically have told to his face that they think he's just here to abuse the system which is ridiculous because obviously they refer to the social benefit system. The thing is, they don't have it here like we do in Scandinavia. Like there, people like refugees can come and like live on the benefits. But in this country, you can't do that. I don't know what the fuck would come here for the benefits. <laughs> there aren't any. So it's it's bizarre that they talk like that because the system they're talking about doesn't exist. And also, like, who are you to tell someone who's actually working that they're abusing 
your country like he's paying tax to this country and you're talking to him like that like it's just the stories that he told me were just I mean I oh, I was so angry so angry at the people here obviously it's not all of them hell no it's never all of them but it, it was like how how oh I can't imagine that happening in Finland <laughs> obviously weirdos are everywhere but it's just not okay yeah and I mean I feel like um I mean I, I don't know because like obviously I have I, I feel like you all everyone have stereotypes about countries right like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like I know it's wrong but like when I grew up like I don't know why it's wrong though I mean stereotypes yeah. exist but like we don't need to take them seriously don't take yeah. them seriously they're just a joke <laughs> yeah exactly yeah I mean that's true but like the stereotype that I had when I grew up was that Eastern Europeans are quite you know like closed-minded I mean I would say like even like racist and I mean but then like after I traveled like obviously like I went to Poland and like so many countries in Eastern Europe and you know I was never treated poorly there I would say yeah but I have heard like from more people than you that you know in um um what 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 is it called like those three countries like Latvia Lithuania um, Baltic countries the Baltic countries yeah that they're a bit more hostile towards foreigners there Yeah, and I, I think it's, again, it goes back to their history. I mean, like, they probably hadn't seen a black man ever before, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. So it is, for them, it's a culture shock in a way. And it takes time to get used to the fact that the world is full of different looking people, different kinds of people, people who think differently, and it's totally fine. It's going to take time. But at the same time, I mean, it should be common knowledge that bullying people and treating people like shit is never okay, no matter what they look, sound, or think like. It's just, it's childish behavior. Racism is idiocy. It's, I mean, you need to be a fucking stupid person to be a racist. It's just a fact. You're not an intelligent person for sure. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I mean, I, yeah, I, I think it's like you say, it's a lot about history and the way you grew up as well and that it is, it has been so closed. So yeah, but yeah, I don't want to make mm. excuses for racism either. Yeah, it doesn't make, yeah, it doesn't make it okay on any level ever. Yeah. So I want to talk a bit more also about like the fun parts of um, Tallinn because I feel like we've just mentioned like the bad parts. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like if someone, you know, listens to this and are like, oh, like maybe, you know, I'm thinking about moving to Tallinn, like, what would you recommend them? And like, what is there to see? Oh, there's plenty to see. Um, I, like stuff I didn't know about until last year, basically. So I've been here for five years and only last year I, w I actually started traveling within this country. And there's so much to see, like... Uh, castles I mean this country used to be under Swedish and Danish rule so there are castles from hundreds and hundreds of years ago really yeah. cool stuff then there are like waterfalls and weird shit that you would never expect to find in a country like Estonia there's so much to see and also just Tallinn itself it is beautiful It, this city is absolutely beautiful and what I love about it is that it's tiny enough 
that I can literally walk everywhere. Well, okay, I also live in the city center, so that helps. But everything is closed. And living abroad, that's something I really, really appreciate. Living costs are not um, sky high. They're not like this is not a cheap country compared to uh, most other Eastern European countries, but it's definitely not expensive either. So as long as you earn a decent salary, you should be totally fine. And there's so much. Well, if okay, let's we're talking about time after COVID when everything is open again. And there's so much to do. Like, oh, restaurants. Oh, my God. Yes, restaurants. If you are a foodie, you need to come to Estonia because the food scene, especially in Tallinn, is incredible. That's one of the reasons why I'm still here because I like to eat and I eat very well when I'm in Tallinn. (laughs) But are there a lot of, like, because me as a vegetarian slash vegan, like, are there a lot of options for us as well? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. This is, um, in a way, very hipster city. So there's like this hipster area called Telliskivi, which is full of um, not necessarily vegan restaurants, but restaurants that offer a lot of vegetarian and vegan options. And uh, in the old town as well, there are, I think, at least two vegan restaurants. And as far as I know, every single restaurant offers something vegetarian at least. So it's I know Eastern Eastern Europe has this um, stereotype of not being very vegetarian, vegan friendly, but at least in Bratislava, where I lived before, they had loads of vegetarian options. And I actually became a bit of a vegetarian myself while I was living there, which is a bit bizarre. And here in Tallinn, especially, I mean, vegans, vegetarians, they're totally fine, totally catered for. So one final question um, for everyone that's listening and also wants to move abroad. Like, what's your, you know, what's your tip and advice? Just have an open mind. Be patient and have a very open mind because you will come to situations that are unexpected. Probably when you arrive, wherever you're going, it's not going to be what you expected. So just don't let it get to you always have an open mind and stay positive and find the silver linings no matter what happens because things are never what you expect when you move abroad and that's the best part if you just allow it to be the best part moving abroad is oh i i would go as far as saying that moving abroad is always always a good idea always but there are challenges that's just life and you just need to get over them and have fun. That was such a lovely chat and I just wanted to end it with thanking her again for joining me on this podcast and for sharing such valuable information. I hope you guys liked this episode and I'm excited to see you guys next week.